What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to TTB Ravens Media. It's Monday. It's time for the post-game live stream. Ravens took down the Cleveland Browns 28-3. Don't tell Matt Ryan, but it's okay because the Ravens held on to a lead, and they looked absolutely dominant. Interception on interception, on sack, on pressure, on just great football all around against one of the best defenses in the NFL up to that point. Joshua, how are you feeling on this very nice victory Monday. Well, man, you said it. Uh, you said it. It's victory Monday. So, of course, I'm feeling pretty uh, dang on good about it, you know. Um, seeing that the Ravens played a complete football game, even though we uh, was um, uh, we dealing with some injuries, uh, we still came out there and played good ball. You know, it was great to see the whole um, connection between Lamar and Mark um, happen, you know, with the two touchdowns. Uh, I need Justice Hill to stay healthy. I need Justice Hill to stay healthy. Um, he played a big factor, you know, in my opinion. I mean, granted, yes, they did have a little uh, fumble off the exchange. But outside of that, he played uh, great football. Um, and Lamar, you know, for, for people to talk about someone that's an inaccurate thrower, he had a couple passes that was on the money, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I know I know. we wanted our young guns in uh, Ajabo and, and Adafi, but our, but our old, our old dogs – they got it done. They got it done, you know. Um, I know people will probably say, well, you know, playing against a rookie backup QB, I'm not going to say it would be the same thing if Deshaun Watson was in the game. He would have made it more competitive. Yes, for sure. But Deshaun Watson ain't been the same since he's left Houston. Let's be let's be real about it. So I definitely feel like we still would have won. Um, their defense tried to keep him in it. Um, I got fearful because I saw Owusu. Uh, playing contain and Owusu was the one that uh, Nick Nick Lamar and um, you know he was out, so um, it was good to see the guys you know play 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 a complete game. Uh, we definitely we definitely had some concerns that we need to uh, that we're gonna have to work on that we're gonna have to fill. But um, overall, I loved it. I loved it. And I, I want to see us continue to build on the, continue to build on the momentum. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of momentum, I felt like in this game, the standouts were guys that have been consistently standing out each and every week. I think Brandon Stevens had a great game. Um, Amari Cooper was held to one reception. Oh, yeah. He deserves it because you know why he gets a hand clap? He got hands this week. Like, I tweeted out right when he got that pick. I was like, oh, no. Brandon Stevens with ball skills now? Like, you know, just a huge game from him. I mean, you're going up against a very difficult wide receiver to guard in Amari Cooper. Did a fantastic job there. Um, Roquan Smith, unreal. I mean, just the pursuit angles, the the yes, leadership, sir. everything um, in the smack talk after the game and before the game. We love it. Yes, Kyle sir. Hamilton, great game. Just building off of these great games. I think Zay looked really good. The Ravens didn't throw the football very much, but Zay Flowers, four targets, three receptions, and the one target that was an incompletion, uh, he kind of slipped on his uh, comeback route, but was able to kind of knock the ball away from the defender so that it wouldn't end up being an interception. Um, And then, you know, Melvin Gordon, he looked solid. Good reception from him. Um, From Lamar Jackson, obviously, Lamar looked great. Linderbaum, we missed that guy. We missed sure. that guy. Sure. He looked sure. great. Sure. Um, you know, this really this entire team, um, you know, Daryl Worley, when he was playing, looked great. But then Arthur Mollett comes in, also looks really great. It's like, okay, yeah. Mike McDonald, he knows what he's doing. Um, this defense is built from the linebacker position, and then everything else follows through. And the Ravens were able to get pressure 
with Kyle Van Noy. Pressure with Jadavian Clowney, um, who ended up having sacks. Broderick Washington had a sack. Patrick Queen had a, a big sack on a blitz. Matt BK had a sack. Um, I think Roquan then, got one too. Um, I don't think Roquan got one. There's one that was just is listed as team. I okay. think Roquan might have tapped him or something like that. Um, oh, because he fumbled. He fumbled, but then it ended up being recovered okay, okay. by a defender. So I don't necessarily think it counts as a play. I don't know. Some weird statistical thing where nobody was credited with the sack, but it still counts as a sack. Um, but like, shout out to uh, Bradley Roby made a great play on a, on a football. Um, I think it was going to Amari Cooper on the sideline. And I mean, he looked like, uh, if you all remember with Quentin Grimes, uh, he used to do this all the time where he just was way smaller than Amari. And he just like jumps up, you know, three yards in front and just gets a full mid on the football and kind of swats it away. It's like, okay. Oh, you said Bradley Roby. You mean Ronald Darby? I mix those guys up every single time. Every single time. I just keep going. I'm like, oh, yeah, Bradley Roby. Ronald Darby. I always thought that was about to be a one-handed pick. I thought uh, he was about to just pawn that joint and just, you know, cup it, try to make a move. Yeah. Like, no, for him to come back from ACL injury, he's playing, he's playing good ball too, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we're going to be getting Marcus Williams back soon. Mm-hmm. And Geno Stone looks really good. Like, this secondary as much as – I was texting um, my buddy Matt earlier today, and I was like, Roquan Smith's value – is unreal compared to the NFL because Roquan Smith clearly leads the defense. If Roquan wasn't there, I feel like this defense sucks, but Roquan is there. And it's like the Ravens are a top five defense in the NFL without their two, maybe their two best secondary players. And maybe they're, you know, if you want to argue Kyle Hamilton over somebody, I'm not going to, you know, hate the argument. Maybe Kyle right. Hamilton's better than Marcus Williams, but it's at least close. It's like, Oh, you're missing your number one corner and you're starting safety. And the, and the defense is just unreal. Like, they just make every play because the team flies to the football. They make tackles. They're sure tackles. And they're just – they're covering well. Like, I felt like there were so many times where DTR did a great job of evading pressure, rolls out, keeps the play alive. And you're like, yeah. dude, he's not throwing it. Like, how many times does it happen where Mahomes does that, Allen does that, Burrow does that, and, like, we get killed. They just hit a guy and he's 30 yards of separation. Yeah, like, that wasn't happening. Like it happens every once in a while, but that happens to every team. But they've done a great job of like being fully just covering, just covering and playing good defense. Yeah, man. I mean, oh damn, Rook Hawk could have had two picks yesterday. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, could have. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, but either way, it's good football. It's it's good football. Good football being played. Um, I know John Harbaugh, he's, he's trying to take it week by week. Um, but, you know, I caught glimpses of the, what is it, Tennessee played against uh, Cincinnati game. And uh, Derek Henry was in rare form. Derek Henry was in rare form. Yeah. And I know we got to play t- uh, Tennessee in uh, London. I don't know about you, McConnell. I'm not trying to, you know, jump. I'm not trying to jump the gun. I know we got to face the Steelers, our AFC, our real AFC North rival this mm-hmm. upcoming week. And I know, you know, Kenny Pickett um, and Matt Canada, they, well, Matt Canada always hurting, but Kenny Pickett is really hurting his knee. We don't know if we're going to, they don't know if they're going to have him um, this come Sunday. But I feel confident going into the UK 
the week at uh, next week, um, knowing that we got Roquan Smith uh, being is going meeting uh, Derrick Henry at that line of scrimmage. I, I don't know about yeah. you, man, but I feel like it's going to be more more competitive game. I don't feel like it's going to be you know an onslaught of Derrick Henry just running over us. I feel like our guys going to really get after it and. Um, but it's something we continuously talked about. We, we talked about this in, in, the, in the beginning of the season, before the season even started, with everything that's been going on. If we're going to win, it's going to come down to this front seven, you know, really uh, making things happen, uh, picking up the slack, you know. So um, shout out to these guys. They keep on working. Shout out to the older older guys, Kyle Van Noy, even though, you know, he, he just got a couple of days of what the playbook was and just got out there, did his job. You know, Jadavion Young clearly – uh, you know, you can tell he lost a step because he could have had about three sacks um, <laughs> himself. But, uh, you know, he slowed, he slowed DTR up just a little bit so his guys can come out there and um, clean up. You know, Tavius Robinson, you see him getting after it. You know, I like the, I like how the, how he's getting his reps. And um, hopefully we get a Tyus Bowser back for this week. Um, it, we're going to see him, we're going to see whether him or Keaton Mitchell uh, practice. So, you know, a lot of good things are happening. I know we, I know we are upset and hurt by the injuries and the, people may feel like, you know, we're injury plagued, but Hey, I said it before I say it again, if the injury is going to happen, let them be early so we can get, get our guys that we need down the stretch when we really need them. Yeah. I think overall, I'm just like, we we're getting reinforcements. I feel like we're not losing pieces right now. Pieces yeah. on, on significant injuries. Yes, we've had guys with ticky tack injuries that have had to miss a couple of weeks and such. And I know some guys are, are going to be out for the season. JK, potentially Ojaba, hopefully not Ojaba. We'll find out yeah. about that, you know, in the coming days or week. But you know, we're getting Marlon back. We're getting Marcus Williams back. And it's like, dude, these guys are stepping into an already elite defense. And we're adding two Pro Bowlers and I don't know if Marcus Williams has ever been an all pro, but I know Marlon's been an all pro. Mm -hmm. We're adding in an all pro and a pro bowler to an already elite defense to fix up the thing that people thought was maybe the worst part of the defense yeah. currently. And it's like, Oh yeah, we're good. So I know the Ravens haven't played great quarterbacks so far this year outside of Burrow. I think he's really the only, you know, really tough quarterback the Ravens have gone up against, you know, CJ Stroud's played really well, but first, first game for a rookies, you can't, you can't really count that as the full guy. Yeah. Um, but they've just looked really, really solid fundamentally. And that's something that we've missed, especially early in the season over the last couple of years. Um, Mike McDonald's done a great job. You know, this is year two. He's really got a scheme and he's got the players that he wanted. Right. He believes in building the defense through the middle linebacker position, and that's what he's done. And it is showing why he was so dominant with his defense at Michigan, and it's because he was able to build through that middle linebacker group. And, guys, if you remember, what did he coach with the Ravens before he became the defensive coordinator at Michigan? Oh, linebacker. He was Come the back. linebacker coach because that's what he believes in. And I believe the, the linebacker – is where you should be building your defense through because if you look at the best defenses in the NFL, they've all got a really, really good linebacker, right? The Niners, they have Fred Warner, yeah. the Ravens. We have Roquan. Those are the two best. Those are maybe the two best defenses in the NFL. Then you would look at, you're like, okay, the Steelers, 
They're really good defense. Okay, well, they have T.J. Watt, and people may say he's an edge rusher. T.J. Watt drops back into pass coverage like 35% of the time. He yeah. does play – he's like a true outside linebacker. He's not just a hand-in-the-ground edge rusher. He does it all. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they have Micah Parsons. He's a guy that plays all over. They also have Leighton Vander Esch. Linebacker's yeah. incredibly important. Do not ever forget about how important the linebacker position is. As much as people want to discredit it, that is what helps make defenses great. And Roquan has done that. And guys, guess what? The Bears haven't won a game since they got rid of him. Man, listen, and you know what? And that's their downfall. And I'm loving, I'm loving that uh, that move that we made. You know, continuously every time we see uh, Roquan out there on the field managing the games, like. Knowing that he was going to get the green dot, I know, I mean, before it was Chuck Clark and, you know, he was one of the smart, uh, he's one of the smartest guys on the field. And he worked, he worked his tail off for that, um, for that position to be the coach on the field. But, you know, his time was coming to an end. Don C, what's going on, man? Glad to have you in the stream, brother. Um, but I, I love the fact that you bring up that Roquan Smith, you know, being the QB of this defense. But it also helps generate someone else's value, you know, that we don't talk – well, we talk about him, but a lot of people wanted to get rid of him. There it is. Thank you, John. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't think – I don't think we let PQ walk. We, I don't – I really don't think we let him walk. Um, <laughs> uh, boy, uh, Trent Simpson did get out there a little bit. Him and Malik Harrison. Um, Trent Simpson just got to get used – he just had to get used to the speed of the game. And, they're uh, also big special teams guys. They yeah. they're out there uh, as gunners, so they do play. So, I definitely feel like uh, PQ is a guy that definitely gets resigned. And that's and I said it before, um, weak inside linebackers they don't get paid no big, they don't get no big payday. There. I mean, if anything, maybe three another three years or uh, forty eight million or maybe a five year. 50, 60 million, they work and they work it out how they're going to work it out. But, you know, I feel like that's a fee. I feel like that's, you know, a reasonable type of a contract extension for a, a weak inside linebacker in, in today's NFL. Now, if PQ looking for the $100 type of contract, then maybe we got to let him go out there and see what he can uh, get. So, um, no, nah, man, I you definitely love the fact that uh, talk to me. Hit him with that good old fashioned Ravens franchise tag. That could work. That would how that would work. Shots. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably what the Ravens are going to do. I mean they're going to try and get him for less than what the for the franchises. But I mean a franchise tag would probably be about twelve million, fourteen million on a one year cap hit. That could be fine. Like I, I'd be okay with that. Like you know, and obviously I'd, I'd like to re-sign PQ. You know, he's a guy that's gotten better every game, and it's like. He's not as good as Roquan, and that is very obvious. But there's only one player at that position that can say he's as good as Roquan, and there's maybe four players on the defensive side of the football that can say they're as good as Roquan at football. So, like, I don't really know, you know, how good you guys need Patrick Queen to be. You know, he's better than a lot of teams' number one linebacker. Um, and I don't think Patrick Queen is a top 10 linebacker by any means, but that duo he's able to like it allows him to use his best skill sets which is his speed and gap shooting ability and pursuit 
that's what he's really yeah. good at. Because Roquan could drop back into coverage, and they're able to blitz Patrick Queen all the time, send him through the gaps and such, and and that's where he dominates, and that's where the Ravens are able to get so many pressures is because teams focus on Roquan and Patrick Queen, just like a number two wide receiver, is able to you know face less coverage, and he's able to be better. He's a hell of a chess piece, and I love the fact that you brought up wide receivers. All right, so I know we talked about this. We talked about this. Uh, uh, we. Uh, wide receivers has been a been a conversation that's been uh, with us since we started uh, TTB. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did say, you know, if our guys are going to go down, I rather one goes down in the beginning of the season and somebody and, and somebody picks up the slack, and then somebody goes go down towards the end of the season and come back. But both of our guys, you know, our top our our guys are supposed to be in our top three wide receiver group are both out right now. We they uh, John Harbaugh has not given the time turntable um, of when they'll be back. So, you know, with that being said, you know, when John Harbaugh is usually withholding information, it's it, it, it's pretty serious. Do we um do we place these guys on IR? Do we call up Dante Demas or um I know I know I know Laquan Travel got called up. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out I don't want to put so much pressure on Zay. I mean, Zay, you know, clearly he can make things happen. You know, the Mark Andrews connection is always there, but we still won't need that outside threat to, you know, keep keep uh, defenses at bay. I think I think I'm fine with Aguilar and Duvernay, like as a two and three. Like if if Zay not gonna what if Zay goes down, yeah, we're we're trying to get somebody. But we do have our number one in Zay. We have Mark Andrews. We have two elite pass catching options. And then we have Aguilar, who's is look great for the Ravens. And Duvernay, who can be a very solid wide receiver three for a team. I have no problem saying that. So I'm I'm completely fine with what we have right now. Obviously, we'll make pat practice squad call-ups and such for you know back end roster spots. Um, you know, when Tylen is healthy, he'll be on the roster. Um you know, but if we have, you know, a certain game where we need somebody, yeah, we'll probably call somebody up. But I wouldn't expect any like real snaps or anything like that um, yeah. for any like practice squad guys, unless you know injuries happen during the game. Knock on wood again. But another guy looked really good, Mister. We'll just call him the Nine Iron because Jordan Stout is just money oh, this year. Man. He's been working, hasn't like, he, dude? He's been putting him in the corner, and it's just like, dang. Because he was not the best punter last year. He wasn't the worst punter in the league, but he wasn't able to really get the balls to, you know, go out of bounds inside the 10 and things like that. I felt like he kind of struggled with that a little bit, but this year he's just been money. Uh, He had seven punts. I think three went inside the 20. or, Or he had five punts. No, seven punts for 334 yards three inside the 20 along a 59 yards. And, you know, some of those were like, you know, 45 yard punts, but it puts it at like the eight yard line. And so it's like, yep, that's, that's what we need out of a punter is having a guy that can, that can boot it long, but he can also just line up and and place the football where you're going to hurt the opposing team by, you know, making them go out there at, you know, the eight yard line, the seven yard line. That's tough. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, he's earned, he's earned his check for sure this year. 
and um, he's improving. He's improving. I love I love what he's doing. I love love the placement. And um, I haven't really been into the kicking game, but you know, seeing how uh, Jordan Stout is helping us out in a lot of ways, and um, defense is getting after it. Hey, Nana, how you doing tonight as well? Um, it's, 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 it, it really helps us out. It really helps us out. I think another guy we have to bring up about that we wanted to get rid of is uh man uh, Patrick Ricard. I, I know we I know we talk I know you know we 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 was willing to cut him man but uh that big when the big man rolling and he out there you know sometimes as the, as the uh, security blanket he, you know he does make things happen so shout out to him you know moving the chains uh, <laughs> making making things happen man um we didn't see a lot of guts yesterday did we? It was more. It was like more, um, uh, Melvin, no, uh, Justice. I think it was Gus. Then I think the snap share was Gus. Then Melvin. Then Justice. I think that's how the snap share went. But Melvin and Justice were like one or two snaps off. They were like thirteen percent, twelve percent of the snaps. Aiden Jones bring up a great point. They beat themselves. They have to play clean football. Yeah, we uh that old line they're gonna have to um old line's gonna have to tighten up. Um yeah, we don't we will find out Wednesday for sure what's going on with Morgan Moses. Um but I mean hey, you know, Baltimore Ravens, we we next man up. Uh I know Daniel uh I know Daniel was a little pissed off on that on that um sack. Um but you know that's the thing you like about your players. Acknowledge that you made a mistake, but continue to work and get better. Don't let it happen again. You know, so yeah. um, he's been doing I, I know he's been doing the work. He did the work to get, you know, get himself, you know, um, healthy and conditioned. Um, like our other guy that we that we've been rooting for uh, big sexy. Now, it's, now it's just been Cleveland at this point. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. uh, we know Patrick McCarry had his hands full of Miles Gary, but he did the best that he could. Um, it was it was it was a lot of calls. The refs, the referees made him like damn. But AFC North game, y'all like y'all, y'all really throwing that, y'all really throwing the yellow uh flag, flag uh this Sunday, but um we definitely need to make sure we keep the pocket clean, make sure we continuously open up those holes for the running back, so you know we can play a more, we can continue playing a complete game because uh every time we play against Pittsburgh, it's always it's always going to be competitive, whether they got the backup QB, third string QB, whoever is missing, they still want to come out there and play football. That's what you're supposed to do. And um, the Ravens got to, you know, constantly show up. This this Ravens team that played against the Browns this past Sunday needs to continuously show up, continuously put points on the board, uh, take up that T.O.P., and the defense needs to continue to get after it. Yeah. I mean, you're going up against T.J. Watt. You got to make sure that you're blocking him. You got to make sure that you're being disciplined because he will make you pay, you know, they also have Mika Fitzpatrick. They also have Joey Porter Jr. They have Patrick yeah. Peterson. They've got guys that are going to turn the football over. You got to make sure this is Raven Steelers. The winner of that game always comes down to the team that's more disciplined because there's always going to be turnovers. There's always going to be big hits. It's the team that cannot have bad penalties and the team that's not making silly mistakes every single time. That's what happens. And the, the Steelers are the only team in the NFL that – have been able to do very well against Lamar Jackson. It's the only team. And that's because they have TJ Watt. Um, yeah. Like, Lamar dominates against everybody. 
but he plays against the Steelers. I'm not, he's not bad against the Steelers, but he's limited. You know, he he does not have his his superstar games against the Steelers. He looks much more human going up against TJ Watt. So hopefully he's able to turn that around, change that narrative, flip the script, and, and you know, go for 785 total yards and 25 touchdowns. I'm rooting for it. But yeah. um, this is a team that's given him some trouble. So hopefully he's able to, you know, Todd Munkin's able to get with him and be like, all right, let's see what works here. Because the Steelers just got lit up by the Texans. So, like, you should have film. What do yeah. you need to do? So, it helps the Steelers often sucks. But, um, that's what I'm saying. You know, you, you, got two, you got two guys. That's we hurt. love Matt Canada over here. You know, that's what we you say. Know? <laughs> that's what we say. So, it's definitely going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be fun to see how these guys uh, continue to prepare. I know Alex Highsmith. That's another guy that we can't forget on the uh, on their Steelers defense as well. Um, is Devin Bush still with the Steelers? Uh, no, he. Where is Devin Bush? So you know, at one point was uh, he's on the Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks! Wow, he's not even a starter. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, That's tough. It's tough. Oh well. Hey. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's work for us. I mean, me personally, if, if I'm a, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I don't know. I may try. I may try to run the ball at TJ Watt. Just just test him. You know, just put just put my big uglies on him and just wear him down. Uh, just <laughs> just run zone yeah. reruns if if possible. But you know, we'll we'll definitely see how you know what the game plan is. Um, like I said, it's going to be chippy. It's going to be tough. Them dudes going to be fighting. But you know, we got a defense. We got a defensive. Uh, Minded leader in Roquan Smith, I feel like that's going to bring that edge, that rivalry back, you know, that we've been missing. And, um, you know, we got an offense that is high powered when, you know, uh, when rolling to all cylinders. And um, these guys are ready, they're motivated. We, what are we, technically 3 0 on the road in the AFC North? Well, excuse me, 2 0, um, technically in the AFC North on the road. So, uh, yeah. let's 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 try to work, let's try to get get right, get uh, healthy, and um. Make it three and all. Yeah, especially with, you know, the Browns are on a bye next week, so they won't be able to get a win. The Bengals, they lost this week. They're, you know, they're one and three. The Ravens are two games ahead of them. If you could beat the Steelers this week, that means you're two games ahead of the Steelers, two games, at least two games ahead of the Bengals. If they lose, it's three. Um, And then the Browns are on a bye, so you're one and a half games ahead of them with the tiebreaker. That's massive. That like, this is a really big game in the AFC North that could very well be the reason why whatever team ends up winning wins. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It definitely make, it definitely going to make the playoff, um, the road to the playoffs more clearer for us. Granted, you know, we still may have to face the Bills, may have to face uh, the Dolphins. You know, I can, I'm, I'm calling it. AFC Championship game, you know, Ravens, uh, Chiefs. I'm calling it right now. Um I'm not gonna say you know we're not gonna have no trials and tribulations, but we you know we we we're weathering the storm. Uh, I don't like John Harbaugh, you know he's a he he is who he is, but uh, <laughs> he can win some games. Shout out to him as well. What is uh his 150th career win um, yeah. this past Sunday? So uh, let's keep on let's keep on trucking, man. Let's keep on working. Let's keep on flying. <laughs> Something funny about that is Andy Reid last night got his 250th win. Uh, the mentor of John Harbaugh. So interesting that they both got it the same day. I mean, one's a hundred <laughs> ahead of the other, but <laughs> no, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. 
it's always interesting, but I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in this, you know, kind of post game stream? Um, I think we kind of went over the whole game. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we missed. Like, like the problem is we can't really talk about injury news because we don't have any. Right. Um, Wednesdays when we start kind of getting the injury reports on expectations for playing. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, overall. I mean, I mean we talked about it. We talked about, you know, online, we, you know, um, me personally, if, if, if Daniel has to be in there for the whole game, I'm comfortable. I'm fine with uh, Daniel being there for the whole game. Uh, Najee. Yeah. Najee um, has not been Najee Harris uh, from his rookie season, so I'm really not worried about him. Um, NFL young boy, we're going to have our hands full. We're going to have our hands full, for sure. Whoever, whoever This is the ultimate test for Brandon Stevens. If Marlon doesn't play, it is the ultimate test for Brandon Stevens. The only way he wins that battle, this is the good thing about Brandon Stevens versus NFL young boy. He's all Brandon Steam is already aggressive as hell. So yeah. that may work in his favor. That may work in his favor. The only thing is, yeah. if he can put that aggressiveness with ball IQ, ball awareness, when that ball goes up, we may we <laughs> this may be uh we might be able to run off. We might be able to run off with a uh, with a strong W in Pittsburgh. And Brandon Stevens, a guy that we thought couldn't even play corner anymore. Like that's how poor he had looked the last couple yeah. of seasons. And he was switching to safety. It's not like, you know, the Ravens coaching staff was unaware. They were switching him to safety. He's playing pro bowl level cornerback. Like he's probably been, he's maybe been a top five cornerback this year in the NFL. Now, extremely small sample size. You have to remember Jalen Ramsey hasn't played. Marlon Humphrey hasn't played. But Brandon Stevens has gone out there and locked up every single game, and that is shocking. <laughs> that is absolutely shocking. So, you know, if he's able to keep this up, that would be huge because we're getting Marlon back at some point. And if yeah. we could have Brandon Stevens playing, it would be like, yeah, everyone that after – remember when Marlon got hurt and everyone was like, this is why we should have kept Marcus Peters. It's like, hold on, yeah. let our guys play. Like, hold on, why are we giving up? Like, we got no faith. And the crazy thing is, everybody started quietly coming back. Like, I didn't even remember when Rocky on Sin came back. I don't even, uh, I didn't even hear anything about Arthur Millette being activated and playing um, this past Sunday. But, you know, he contributed uh, a hell of a lot. And, you know, I hope yeah. he is healthy um, so he can play against his old team. I know anybody that wants – anybody that played against uh, – anybody that's playing for a new team wants to play for they, uh, play against their former team. You know, just like Jadavion Clowney, you know, he was out there. He was aggressive. He was going after it. So, um, you know, Don, see, he knows Eli, Eli Apple, thank God. Yeah, if he was if he was like Eli Apple, yeah, we would definitely be in trouble. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a blessing that Brandon Stevens is nothing like that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm all here for the Brandon Stevens. The man who was drafted with no film or, like, game review. I that was, that was so, so rough when we did that. Uh, <laughs> when we did that draft right there. We we're like, nothing. we're like, who? Hold on, let me look him up. I can't find anything. I don't know who this guy is. And I'm like, yeah, then I started man. doing a lot of research. And then I put out like a video like an hour later. And I was like, Brandon Stevens recap. And uh, a bunch of people were like, and it was like the number one video because there was no, no highlight bid, no scouting report. There was nothing yeah. on him. 
But all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Brandon Stevens this weekend. But everybody, thank you all so much for coming through. Make sure to subscribe for more Ravens content. MLB playoffs start tomorrow. So guys, let us know who you guys are rocking. Joshua and I, and anyone that's a Baltimore Orioles fan, we all got buys. So, you know, we're not playing baseball till Saturday. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for this baseball season, as long as the Strohs don't win and Dodgers. Um, I'm probably going to be pretty happy. <sighs> if either my Dodgers or my Orioles win, you know, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't mad. But uh, I know the Atlanta Braves, you know, they got a great team. They got a great team, man. They, you know, shout out to them, man. They, uh, they've been keeping themselves uh, in it. So, you know, you love to see it. You know, a lot of sports is coming back. Hockey is coming back. God dang, everything's just running into each other. Like I think, Jimmy Butler is emo. I don't, you know what? When it comes to Jimmy <laughs> Butler, man, I don't know what to say about that man, man. man listen, I gotta get my mind right for, for the Lakers. I just saw Anthony Davis post out a workout video. I hope his I hope uh his bones is strong enough as his muscle mass. Um, so hey, yeah, man, he I'm trying to milk. listen, I'm trying to stay locked in for the Ravens. Bad enough, you know, you're a Stanford fan. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm rocking with Buff Nation. We may have to do a live stream for when that game is being played. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I think that's in uh, – two. it's on a Friday night, too. Uh, hey, man. definitely you, do a pregame stream for a Friday you, night. If you're yeah. down for it, I'm down for it. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm 100% down for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I root, for the, I root for Colorado, too. So, that's, that's a lot of fun. I've been watching them, too. They're a ton of fun to watch. So, no, we'll definitely man. have to do that. You know, but you know, thank y'all coming in on Victory Monday, man. Like, like McConnor said, you know, like, share, subscribe, comment. You know, tell your friends and your and, and your friends' friends about us, man. And we thank you for all y'all support. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy y'all week, man. See y'all. See y'all Sunday. Yep. Have a good one, everybody.